Welcome back to Sightly Daily. This is episode number 113 on Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be out on the 14th, but this is this is this was Saria's idea too to do the spooky Friday right. the ter- 13th episode. So and this is Saria's first time on the podcast. Yeah. It is an honor. Um before I get into it, actually his shirt he's wearing right now, Authentic Individuals. He is uh we're going to get into all that detail. I'm, I'm ready to ask him those questions, but um, you've seen this on my channel before because I did an unboxing video. Um, I wear the clothes all the time, man. Yeah, we had a few shout outs, so I'm going to shout yeah. them back out too. Yeah. J Off, Yoko Bino. Oh, yeah. She loved Diamond Year, mm-hmm. Shank. That was on that was on one of my episodes too in the other apartment. Yeah. Yeah, that was I'm a lot of time. I, I like put it out and I was like thinking in my head, I was like, oh, I can't wait to clip this and like put it on Twitter and Instagram. It was a good move. Shit. We appreciate that. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about AI first. How, you know, who who was involved with it? I kind of know a couple of the guys, but let's kind of get into the origin stories of that, man. Yeah, because that's kind of individuals. Yeah, that's kind of where, like, I guess entrepreneurship kind of found me in a certain sense. Mm. I was more growing into the computer science background and stuff mm. like that because my dad, he graduated from Wentworth Institute of Technology. And, you know, computers was kind of my thing. But... It got a little overwhelming in business, you know what I'm saying, through high school, you know what I'm saying, other stuff that can't really be said that I did. Entrepreneurship. Yeah, entrepreneurship. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just being able to understand logistics and supply and demand to where I just became an aftermarket, I guess people would say specialist in certain things. But yeah, so through that, one thing I really learned from like my high school teachers and just people in general is networking. Mm. And that came about whenever I noticed, like, clothes in general was yeah. another way to people to network. Just right. like how early we were talking, like, yeah, yeah I just found us from Goodwill, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's and just, then the Fortnite, the Travis Scott Fortnite thing, yeah. too. It's just a connection thing, because we all got to wear clothes. Right, whether we care about it a lot or not, because yeah. you didn't really care about it, but we yeah. still found still a way know. to conversate about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, you know, every what every Jordan version looks like mm-hmm. you know i could tell you maybe you know the ones you know like right. a couple but i'm not like oh those are the 17s right you know oh Just that like, was that colorway and stuff but still at the end of the day we can still connect on exactly. like shoes or clothes i, I totally understand that from a marketing perspective because it does it, it just gives you something to talk about and then you start to become build a rapport with somebody exactly because it's weird how in our society materials <laughs> themselves kind of have an influence on yeah. how we pretty much live our lives whether mm-hmm. we're talking about each other or just meeting other people <clears throat> or just genuinely interested in something that we feel like would give people's attention to us or get us to get attention from other people you right. know like looking at sneaker heads if i see another guy with some sneakers it'll be like oh nice kicks or, yeah what you know about those yeah. you know where'd you get them from yeah. and because that connection itself, just yeah. one thing that I've always enjoyed. So when it came to authentic individuals, I was always interested in finding other people I could relate to in a sense huh. of like either where we're going, where have we been or what we've done or just things we haven't done or yeah. just interested into. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Just, hey, start it with some clothes and then branch off and figure out where you're going with, from there type yeah. of thing. How How... What year would you say this kind of first started to like culminate, I guess, cultivate? Who who were you with? What year? What time of, the, you know, where were you at in your life whenever it started to kind of like be like, I think I'm going to do this. Like, I think I'm going to take this specifically authentic individuals seriously. Exactly. So I would say 2017. Okay. I was towards the end of my community college career at Motlow in Smyrna. Mm-hmm. And through there, that's kind of where I really started to networking with people more of my age. Yeah. Because other than that, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of just who you've been around in high school and who right. they've been around. When I got to community Small college, sample size. Same yeah. area, same same people in the same area. And you're always just bumping shoulders with the same people. Exactly. Especially as a teenager. Exactly. But over there, you know, it's not your what's it called traditional mm. type of colleges yeah there's a lot of older folks and stuff for sure like that. yeah that's mtsu is like that too exactly mm-hmm. yeah so you kind of get a perspective from a lot of people and just seeing how some people are real 
I wouldn't want to say contemporary, but just mm. you know, what I'm saying no, like wearing normal clothes. Yeah, like tradi- just blending in, just living. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. just living, living life. And then you see other people that dress real intricate, right. you know, like what I'm accessories, jewelry, maybe you know, exactly. Have, have a certain haircut, you know. Hmm. And so that was so. Was it somebody that you met at Motlo that kind of that you connected with? Yeah. As so far as that project goes, for sure, my partner. Kobe, okay. Kobe Bryant. All right, I do know Kobe. Yeah, he kind of set in stone like my ideas, my designs, and just the overall motivation for the whole brand was, you know, it was truly genuine from the name itself to everything we wanted things to be. Right. And he like believed in it as well. And he was like, hey, we could really do something with this. And like at first, when I had the idea, I brought all my friends. We had like a whole presentation. Like, I took over the TV in the the TV in the middle of the living room, yeah. And I had a little PowerPoint telling everybody how it would work out for ourselves, like being able to network, yeah, and sell the T-shirts, design our own T-shirts. Because I would do like personal personalized, like mm. um, whatever your nickname is right. or your name in general on, on the, the sleeve. sleeves. Okay, yeah. And that was the OG. We haven't done nothing like that in a while, but. It was really just a way for us to see who supported us. That's really thoughtful because, you know, it's really kind of easy to just be like, here's a logo, here's a T, boom, get out of yeah. my face, kind of. That's cool that you, that was the first thing you did was like, let's go the, let's go the extra mile. Exactly. Because I want everybody <clears throat> to know that we're all on the same team, you know what I'm Dude, saying? I put out a video today on Twitter of an old episode. What I've been doing is I go through my old episodes and I find like little nuggets and clips. That's a good way. On Twitter, I literally put a clip out today where I said in an old episode that exact same thing. Like we're all on the same team. The the analogy I said was like LeBron needed his D Wade, Jay-Z needed or Kanye needed G Jay-Z. You know, you you need somebody, you know, on your team to so, help you succeed. In a way You can't do it by yourself. I wouldn't really say need I would just say things work better when there's mutual respect. Like I tell people that come to the shop, yeah, the people that want to partner with me, yeah, or just even want to hear my thoughts and opinions on, you know, I'm saying certain things or questions that they have when it comes to starting a business or having your own clothing brand or even where I get my materials or how I, you know, I'm saying, get someone to screen print and embroidery. I just tell them like, experience is going to be somebody that teach you things more than me. Because if I take it away from you, how are you going to find, like, if I tell you exactly where to get the screen print, what happens if that screen print place closes down? You're going to come back to me? Where's the next spot? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to figure out from the first run, find something that works for you? Because we're all different, you know what I'm saying? Right. And we all have different ideas or we all have different type of even streams of income or just Mm. advantages and disadvantages. So it's tough for me to just be like, here, here's this, here's yeah. that. But a lot of people also get caught up with that and become gatekeepers, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to just be like, yeah. figure it out on your own. I'm more of like, it doesn't help for me to just tell you straight up yeah. where to find it, you know? You're, well, that's, I've I've never looked at it from that perspective. Like you said, the you need mutual respect from exactly. people. Not that you need people, but... You yeah, I, that's a really it's much better to have mutual. I, respect, I know exactly because you know it's saying? like, you, you, like you said, the gatekeeping thing. It's like, oh well, if I ask somebody for help, mm-hmm. they're gonna think that I owe them something. Exactly. If it, it's like if if you ask somebody for help and then you ended up exploding, and then they're, they're gonna be like, what, what the hell? Like, dude, that's the it's hus it's the hustle. Exactly, but that's also a lack of mutual respect. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. Another way I would look at it is like currency and Wiz Khalifa, you know what I'm mm. saying? Mm-hmm. Wiz Khalifa ha- definitely mainstream-wise had a real great career. Yeah, awesome. With, you know, Oreo <laughs> commercials. Yeah. Fuck, like three Fast and the Furious in a row. He, he had tour, a song on, He could you know tour whenever saying? he wants. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? A lot of sponsorships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And currency kind of helped him pretty much turn smoking weed into a lifestyle where right. people would you know what i'm saying accept it in yeah. the mainstream and you he, know he's not mad at Cur- i mean Wiz Khalifa right. out here doing what he's doing yeah, now they're, they're like they're both like yo that's my brother it's my homie we're exactly. both rich exactly. so like what's there to hate exactly. why are we <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying but he he Wiz Khalifa could just act like hey 
currency and help me. I did this all on my yeah, own. He was just there whenever I needed a collab or a yeah. mixtape. You know what I'm saying? It was just a placement. But nah, they kept the mutual respect, mm-hmm. grinding together, shared the success together. And you know what I'm saying? Show so love beautiful. when it's needed. And now they're still running a long yeah. ass career that everybody know. still knows Dude, about. I would go to a currency concert. I'd go see Wiz Khalifa. Exactly. You know, yeah. I don't like if if Easily. if Nashville had a currency show and it was like you know at a decent price. Yeah, I'd go watch Currency live. Exactly. You know, still to this day, he doesn't have to have the the See You Again, the Fast and Furious song for me to respect right. him as an artist. You know. Um, okay, so let's go along on this little step. So you said about 2017, authentic individuals kind of started to come into fruition like a real thing uh custom tees for for like you know those around you what was kind of the next step after that that you can recall always networking you know what i'm saying trying to figure out if okay if you're wearing an authentic shirt and someone comes mm-hmm. up to you like hey that's a pretty dope shirt where'd you get that or i like that design and something like just anything in general about yeah. the shirt or the clothes we're hoping that you could take that as an easier step forward to introduce yourself and for sure you know what i'm saying a talking be point. able to yeah get things going like mm-hmm. hey this is a clothing brand i'm involved in because for us we want everybody that's i don't really want to say purchasing but more supporting the clothing yeah. brand you know what i'm saying that they feel like they're still involved with what we got right. going even on. without buying anything of course or would you say or like what, do you, what did you mean by that exactly even like a word of mouth because okay. we've gotten a whole bunch of you know what i'm saying I guess you could say help in this, or opportunities, opportunity. that's a better word, from people hearing about our clothing brand mm-hmm. or being able to understand where our ideas are at with it. Because um, most of them has really been through Kobe Bryant because other things for me is more of like vending slots where I'd be able to go do events. Yeah. The first one we did was uh, Kodak Kickback 2. Mm. Um, yeah, it was Yo Breezy, he's a pretty cool guy, real OG when it comes to DJing and setting up these events. He's real big curator in the nightlife in Nashville. And Nashville guy. He extended okay. his arm for me and helped Hell me yeah. vend there. I was vending there with, and that's pretty much the first time I met Yo Looney, who she is also another OG. She's been part of the music industry in Nashville and the Laotian community, oh, okay. real humble person. That's cool. She also helped set up the Air Max Day that just previously happened okay. in Nashville. And you know what I'm saying? Being around those type of humble people that are able to still put in a daily effort to get to where they need to mm-hmm. go and set the scene up for Nashville because so much is going on now. It's crazy to see how big the city's even getting to. Yeah. Or where it's at right now, you know. I, I think they say John Legend is coming. Nas or that, either Nas or Nelly is coming. Alicia Keys, N- you know Nas what I'm saying? Is. Yeah, Nas, yeah, yeah, he is. Like, like this month, I think. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to see how the music has changed. And then we also have other people that are in the underground scene, mm-hmm. like my friend Sky. He kind of helped me out, and we expanded out on ideas as well when it came to a lot of things with the clothing brand because. You know what I'm saying? We was working at TJ Maxx and <laughs> it's like this ain't it. Like overnight hours yeah. or just being there closing when all the customers are gone. Yeah. And you're trying to still get the store back up to mm-hmm. looking presentable for right. the next shopping day. You know what I'm saying? It gets pretty just chill and you just yeah. start talking about for ideas sure. and like, man, we gotta get out. Almost like, you know, like that future in uh Drake music video. Yeah. Just sitting there Life like, is good. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a better way out of this. Yeah nine to five man that's kind of the the period in my life that i'm in right now because you know i i uh you know i'm doing this on the side i'm doing this as much as i can but like i know what i want Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm focused i think about this shit every day do you write down like your goals and stuff like that not physically right but do, do you recommend that you think that does something like psychologically i get told that way more times Mm -hmm. to the point where i should you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people that have told me that are definitely successful and definitely have, I would say, the pinpoint of where they need to go every yeah. time. Because they say, like, if you keep it in your head, like, that's cool. That's a good daily reminder yeah. of what you need to do. But how do you know or remember 
where to go next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have it down, written down, at least you could write that you already did that. Right. Or, like you know step one. Okay. Now today is this. Yeah. Tomorrow. Ne- three months from now is or this. this next step. You know what okay. I'm saying? Staying consistent with podcasts. And then, yeah. you know, you go through your list that's mentally in your head already mm-hmm. and you see that's already down yeah now what's the next what's the level next? to it you know because I, I definitely feel myself like obviously like that like you said i'll use that staying consistent i try and do it one a week at least you know and interview try and interview someone at least once a week but there's also other things on the business side mm-hmm. where i could be you know expanding too like i want to do some clothes i want to do some merchant stuff but it's like you know, I don't have a whole lot of people around mm-hmm. me too. And that's another thing, but you know, I could dedicate some time of the week be like, okay, today we're not editing videos. We're going to try and do something on the business side, you know, try and do some research on how do I, you know, get, uh, get my name out there more, get get more Google searches or some shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, I would say pretty much stick to your passion. You know what I'm saying? As you do all these vlogs, with these different entities that come in here and show you our ideas, you know? Yeah. How can you cultivate all of that and turn it into something that really is a brand for you? Right. You know what I'm saying? And not a brand as in something like, you know what I'm saying, a logo you slap on a t-shirt or something, mm-hmm. but a brand as in like, when they think of your name, then when they think of your podcast, what all does it tie into? You know what I'm saying? Right. Is this like documentary? Is right. this like comedy? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because even, yeah, there's different, um, I mean, it's like different genres. Like it's like music or movies mm-hmm. too. Uh, it's really interesting, man. And it's awesome to be able to talk to somebody like you who mm-hmm. has like a like a business mind. Because a lot of these people, and this isn't a diss to anybody, but a lot of the people that I interview are artists. And they're mm-hmm. kind of just like, I'm just making music, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know. <clears throat> keep doing your thing but um i also had somebody else on here zabo i don't know if you know who he is uh but he dude he's like a full-time dj now he does clothes and he does music and beats too like he's mm-hmm. a full-on entrepreneur and right. it was like cool to like connect with him on that because i was like so how do you maintain all this you know <laughs> like pretty much <laughs> if you're passionate what you're doing <laughs> yeah it just comes naturally, really. Mm-hmm. But staying on top of things is what's make it, I guess you could say, straining. Yeah. I wouldn't want to say tough because, you know what I'm saying, it's just you know what you got to do, you know where you want to go, and you know what needs to be done. Yeah. But at the same time, you keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. It has to become natural to the point where you know that it goes back to staying consistent. Yeah. I am manifesting somewhere that I want to be, someone that I feel like I can be, and, you know what I'm saying, something that will create a change, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because when it comes to business, the basic downs to it is solving a problem, yeah. you know? And that's why, for me, I, it's tough to just say clothing brand, you're not really solving a problem, you know, because... Everybody, I mean, I guess if someone needs a shirt, yeah, to wear like tomorrow, literally, like a homeless person, yeah, yeah, you know, like it's a weird way to just really think of things because if you're not really solving a problem, then they're not really. What's gonna make somebody I, want to like invest in you? I guess invest, support, or, you know, yeah. what I'm saying because like as an artist and they make music and they're passionate about it, right? You may feel like they're not solving a problem, mm-hmm. but shoot, you entertainment. Look at, it's a it's a big thing, yeah. especially in America. Sports is considered entertainment. Right. Music is considered entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there's still education around each yeah. field. But that's why it still technically solves a problem. You know what I'm right. saying? Because whenever you listen to some sad music, when you're sad, at least it keeps you calm or it can either push yeah. you to the edge. Yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> Listen to happy music when you're sad. I yeah. guess that's a solving a problem. Watch a, a watch a, a Disney kids movie whenever you want to just watch something lighthearted. Right. I guess. Yeah. Set the tone for yeah. certain things. You know, mm-hmm. you go to a party and they're playing whack music. You're not solving the problem to get in the party turned. So everybody's going to be like, get the DJ off the track. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're right, dude. If there's no fucking um, music in the background of movies, mm-hmm. just 
gonna be like you're watching a yeah documentary yeah <laughs> 60 minutes so let me ask you this man when was the first time or like what was a time where you felt like really proud of your brand like you went to you came together with your with your friends business associates and like tell me like the first time or a time that you were like wow we we're doing it something we're doing it it was definitely the release of our hoodies you know what mm. I'm saying? We took a real big leap of faith of like, you know, you see a lot of other clothing brands, $60, $70, you know what I'm saying? It's a Gildan hoodie. Yeah. You know. I noticed I, that. I'm not downplaying their designs. Maybe their designs are worth, you know what I'm saying, mm. the $70 on the Gildan hoodie to certain people. So yeah. I'm not knocking it. But we really wanted to show people that we had effort in making the hoodies. You yeah. I searched my And you my priced time. it that way. Yeah. And I like really made sure it was something close to something I've seen at that price. We've seen Supreme hoodies sell at 158. They got the, you know, saying ribbed uh, cross stitching on the side, you know, saying double hem. Yeah. We got the actual aglets on our uh, strings mm -hmm. that's not just, you know, plastic, saying, plastic yeah. around. It's actual yeah. like gunmetal on it. And then make sure that our um, embroidery is true pinpoint and not looking like someone rushed you know through saying? it yeah. yeah with their fingers yeah we really wanted to set the bar for local clothing brands to be like hey we can make official merchandise that people can appreciate yes you know more Quality. than just like i don't really want to say taking advantage but you know what i'm saying feeling the local support, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, not really go further with it. And we do have a lot of hiatuses to where it may seem like the support's not rolling over, but mm -hmm. we still want to make sure that whenever we do execute another release, whenever we do events, or whenever we do network with somebody that they're getting, you know what I'm saying, the true value of what it means to be part of the brand. Yeah. Because, you know... There's a lot of clothing brands and there's a lot of people that, you know what I'm saying? Make clothes. Or network, you know. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. you're a Forex guy. They're probably the best people at networking because they could get 100 people in the room to. And then they make you know money. Yeah. <laughs> so I you can't hate on them either. Do you do that? No. I okay. Don't. I don't do that either. Um, that's really cool, dude. Um, I respect the hell out of it. And I mean, I. That's why I bought it too, bought, you know, a couple of tees too. I was like, first of all, this is like, it's cool clothes. And what I've been doing recently, you know, with the, my YouTube was uh, opening like local brands mm -hmm. like I did with you guys. I did uh, a couple other, like three or four other people too. Just kind of like, just like, hey, look, look guys, I bought a tee, you know, like. Right. It's like, close to you. It's close to home. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just. Right. You know what I'm saying? Using your platform to try. Yeah. And, at least spread some love for at the least people, that you know at the bare saying? minimum and it's free to do that exactly. that costs no money for a story repost that costs zero dollars exactly you feel and me? it works for both of us yeah you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. at least there's some type of content yeah or engagement going on for mm -hmm. us or yeah. even other people just to even our friends or even family just right. to share for us mm -hmm. um okay man Take me, take me, keep taking me through this authentic individual's journey. Are we in the more of the present tense kind of in this story, like with the hoodies? Was that kind? Is when that, you got to the hoodies, is yeah. that kind of like more where you are now? In a sense, like that arc, I guess you could say that story we're, era. We're kind of in like another hiatus, mm -hmm. trying to get designs right, because we did that yeah. mixtape. So right, which is cool too. It's like a whole brand, man. Keep yeah, keep going. Sorry, you know, it, no, you're good. I, I appreciate you mm -hmm. just even just, you know, yeah. commenting that yeah, because sure. at least we know that it's still doing what it's supposed to mm. just touching or just, you know what I'm saying? Even being able to get you more interested with yeah. it because, you know, that's really all we want to do is just get people more interested either into each other or just into, you know what I'm saying? Different type of Some, genre. Something of new. Music. Yeah. Yeah. We had a few <clears throat> slightly different genres. Mm. On the on the mixtape, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We had a lot of features from other people that mm -hmm. work. Some of them were already working together, and some of them weren't even yeah strangers. They didn't even know each other, That's, yeah. And they wouldn't have done that without that opportunity that you y'all gave them. And most people don't really put their music out there. Yeah. There's a lot of artists that hold their music because <laughs> they know there's a there's a gray area of getting rich 
and fucking yourself <laughs> when it comes to putting your music out there because you know what I'm saying you're right dude even real artists right now, like I know everybody already got the Donda leak you know what yeah. I'm saying yeah. think about that I, he held out now all these people that mm-hmm. got the leak you know what I'm saying and he's fucking that's, himself <laughs> yeah that's many artists I mean, that's many listeners already not there for that first week you know yeah. what i'm saying because now people we don't still, know when it's gonna come out and kanye kind of is an anomaly though because people still will listen to it of course even though they've already heard the leaks people will still check it out but any other pretty much anybody else people are gonna be like oh i already heard it right you exactly. know like if a young thug album leaked we're probably you know i love young thug don't get me wrong but kanye's an anomaly he's like young thug kind of is too though yeah no disrespect. I'm not, I love Young grass. Thug. I love Young Thug. But um, okay. Um, tell me something else, man. So you got the clothing brand, authentic individuals, entertainment brand, networking a whole lot of guys, p- putting a whole lot of people together. Um, tell me something else, man. What else do you do, man? All that's I do it for fun. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's because I feel like. I have style, but it's more from a sense of what people have told me mm. and dressing in certain ways and, you know, saying nice shoes to match my outfit and just pretty much, you know what I'm saying, put things together to look nice mm. wherever I go and stuff like that. It's more for like, I guess, I don't really want to say self-confidence, but I'm showcasing myself. Yeah, well, you know it's self-love. Like, what are they, you know, uh, what's the saying? Uh, you well, you can't love anyone unless you love yourself. Exactly. You know, it pro- it makes you a better person to, you know, do something that you love to do. You and know, I just feel like it also shows my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real easy to read who I am just by looking at how. For sure. Yeah. For saying. sure. Well, like, there, I can kind of read how you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've just been relaxing today, but definitely, I was like, let me put on real pants today instead of basketball shorts. You know, right. I didn't have work today, so I was just kicking it, but. uh but like that also goes back to what you were saying too about how some people just show up to to Motlow and just some basketball, some and one basketball shorts and some slides and like they're just like whatever. In a sense, because <laughs> those people, you know, what I'm saying, they could already have the day finished. In a sense, they're just showing up, mm. getting what they need to be, knocking class out real quick, exactly, and, yeah. and going back straight <clears throat> to either grinding or just back mm-hmm. to sleep to figuring out what they got to do. So like. It's how you look at it, you know what I'm saying? Either mm. that or they just don't give a fuck about school <laughs> yeah. at all, and that's just how they're dressing, and then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. they just there for to see if community college is worth it for them or not. So it's just all how everything's supposed mm. to be looked at in a sense because mm-hmm. I met a lot of people that dress like that, and they'll come at me, and, man, they'll have, you know what I'm saying, a whole bunch of gem like, sneakers that yeah. no one would even know, and they'll just be like, would you take all these off of me and throw me a decent price just because they felt like yeah. I'll be able to move in. They don't want to waste the time to. and Or, you know what I'm saying? Some I people do, are I just do. Not as, most of uh, the time real comfortable. And mm-hmm. then they'll just show you some crazy ass instrumentals. And yeah. just be like. What the hell? Where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm glad you said stuff about the shoes because that was what I was going to transition to next. I'm not going to ask you, like, oh, when did you get into shoes? Because that's a pretty probably pretty Generic, obvious. Yeah. Whenever you were a kid, you probably, you know, saw people wearing shoes or something like that. But um, I want to talk about just kind of when did you start to see... Come here, Lee. When did you start to see shoes as, like, a um, a business opportunity? I guess is the question. Yeah. Because so um, there's a whole culture and there's money to be made. Right. And, and it's already happening in a crazy sense to where mm-hmm. it's way more complicated than it's ever been. And it gets more and more intricate as the days go. Because mm. even it's from like the stock market, almost, if you're looking at it from a certain face, yeah. it can be one. Well, like if you see, all right, let's just say the Travis Scott, a pair of the Travis Scott Jordans. If you see it at 1400 or whatever, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to invest in this. Because then it might be three thousand in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, do people see? Do people do shoes like that? Or of is it, course, yeah. Does that make sense though? Like yeah. from an investment point of view, they're like, okay, all the time. Because I'm every you know, shoe. Like you were saying before, every I'm shoe. a collector too. So like I have like sealed Pokemon packs where I'm like, dude, I'm literally, 
I bought the pack for five bucks and they're already 20 bucks a mm-hmm. pack, you know, in a year's time. Right. Because, like, if you look at it, best way to look at it from Pokemon perspective, cards, mm. even just the little packs in a sense. Yeah. You look <laughs> at it like this as they only made a certain amount of yeah. those specific packs. Yeah. Because they do that even with basketball and football yeah. cards and baseball cards. Exclusivity. And not even just exclusivity, but just because it's just supply and demand. Yeah. So they're just like, all right, it's just easy numbers. A hundred thousand of mm-hmm. those packs, right? Mm-hmm. And as time goes on, everybody's ripping and opening yeah. packs. There's not you as know many left. Saying? And everybody knows what's in those packs now because of how mm-hmm. information. Okay, there's hundred thousand packs, and there's only let's just. 10,000 Charizards. Yeah, 10,000 super legendary black yeah. Charizard with the yeah. holographic and right. fucking yeah. magical sprinkles on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? So that's all, yeah. And and people know that's what it's like. There's like 50 left yeah. and there's 20,000 packs left. Guess how much a pack is going to be by then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so let's, yeah, let's go back to shoes. Tell me kind of about whenever you went, kind of changed gears from like, hobby consumer to kind of like you know what i'm kind of gonna get my hands on like an expensive pair of shoes or something like that exactly so like i've always had a love for jordan ones it's mm-hmm. one of the first jordans i got they're a beautiful shoe everyone knows that in a that sense shape. from like you know what i'm saying the original story for sneaker reselling and my sneaker like inspiration mm-hmm kind of all comes from one end and that's because of the Jordan 1. Mm. Like I my first pair of Jordans were some hand-me-down Jordan 1s from my older cousin. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I bet those was so I bet it was awesome whenever you got them. You, it was cool. They were yeah. way too big for me. Oh. You know, and they were beat, you know what I'm saying? For but sure. there were some Jordans and they yeah. were clean and I was just like, "Hey, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Finally got some Jordans. Why yeah. not?" My uncle always had Jordans and stuff like that and the whole idea of how it's influenced culture and music as well on its own you know what i'm saying it was it was just so inspiring to me and how you you could really just start with some shoes and then you could throw on something plain and simple white tee and some black pants and and, then boom you know what i'm saying you definitely look more than just a little bit average just Mm -hmm. to be somebody dressing clean you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying uh so Tell me more about the shoe shoe culture, I guess. Give me like a caveat. Give me like a, um, you know, something maybe the regular person wouldn't know about like shoe reselling or shoe collecting or like something cool you've collected or done. Right. So that's pretty much how things, I guess you say, transition mm-hmm. into understanding the culture because the Jordan 1, of course, I'm probably going to talk about them a lot just because of what I've seen happen with them mm-hmm. because of all the experiences that I have with them yeah. and <clears throat> things that I've seen. And that's pretty much how I got into sneaker reselling because, like, I had a lot of money doing things I shouldn't have done. And I was like, what's one way to really get out of this situation? Right. You know, and that was a time where the bread ones that came out, they were re-releasing in 2016. Mm-hmm. I had posted somewhere in like this Facebook group that someone had recommended I go into and I was just like, Hey, I'm looking to, you know what I'm saying, pre order these Jordan ones. Someone give me a price. This guy gave me a pretty good price. I ended up pre ordering like twenty pairs and like you know what I'm saying. That was, was your first kind of experience with like business. So you just went all in. I mean, I've had little like Yeah. Like small transactions. Trans- like here and there as like a little kid, you know, not really you. making money. But just, like that's that's like no like this is going to be a stream of income like not really stream of income but how can i use this to pretty much keep my money growing okay because i would save my money but every time i save my money yeah for sure like back then i was getting robbed or you know what i'm saying people mm-hmm. break into my house and shit like that okay, so yeah. i was like having sin money sin anything okay you know what i'm saying I, I money know. wants to be spent whether we like it or not, yeah. it's going to find a way. You can save a whole lot of money and live simple as hell, but your AC is going to go happen. You Car, know what I'm saying? Tire, blow it, it blow just, a tire out. Yeah. yeah. You live <laughs> such a simple and good life. Next thing you know, you ran over a nail and it yeah. seriously inconvenienced you for the rest of the day. You're looking at life like, you, mi- you miss a you know day I mean? at work, you got to get a new tire. And then, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the day's pay. That's 
whatever you made that day plus the new tire plus the headache I, boom I, yeah you know it's all that money you would save mm-hmm. that you wanted to go to there's a big chunk of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay tell me more man if so, you don't if you know what it, just talk I, this is your time to just talk to me about shoes dude because i know you i know from your judging from your instagram stories i know that you have a lot to say it's always a lot to say because there's always a lot going on okay you know what i'm saying so when you look at the face of the culture you see a lot of different type of I guess consumers, consumers, personalities, okay. resellers, influencers, <laughs> influencers. You know what I'm saying? Man, um, they you, got their toe in the like, like the internet people. There's like I can definitely see. There's like an internet side. There's an internet side of every culture. There's like people who really like clothes and shoes, and then there's people like you were saying, the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And it's <clears throat> when I say influencers, I'm doing more than just like social media because. I mean, like, there's shop owners, like, you know what I'm saying, J.C. Lopez over there, Urban Necessities and stuff like that, who really have good head on their shoulders to the point where it, I guess you could say, influences, like, the next wave or the growing generations that are coming into wanting to open their own store and become sneaker resellers and stuff like that. Although his voice doesn't reach across, you know what I'm saying, everybody or a lot of people don't really see eye to eye to what he says, he is humble enough to let everybody know that you know what i'm saying there's a right and wrong when it comes to these things because For a sure. lot of people really don't care about it you know what i'm saying i think there's a guy on tiktok like all his tiktok reels are just him finessing people you know what i'm saying i've seen i've seen that like you know? they meet up and then they're like oh let me get way low yeah um, you know what i'm saying is that stuff scripted i don't know could be is that shit right so whatever you think right. about it you know what i'm saying but it's a lot of faces mm. and personalities and influences. And I say that because everybody lives differently. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I'm not saying either one is better than the other. All I'm saying is just like there's so much of it going on. I feel like I'm more towards like the back end. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the influencer lifestyle, but more of just like sitting back and seeing who is leading and who's following mm. the culture just so I make sure I know where I stand. But you actually like the, you love shoes though. Like you love fashion. So it's like a genuine like passion. I mean, literally there's no other word for it, but like you don't see it just as a hustle. Right. Right. Am yeah. I, am I, I have to in a sense, but, but you love it though. Yeah, like you're, I don't let it take over me. Right. Like, I know a lot of <clears throat> I guess you could say personalities when it comes to sneaker reselling, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People with a whole lot of capital and get to utilize it to the point where they build this sort of reputation because they're always doing transactions and a lot of people see a lot of stuff move yeah, and flashiness. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not really saying flashiness, but okay. more of just like, hey, I... Anything you can do, I can do better, and I can do it all the time type mm. of people. So there's no reason for you to even try to come step in my way. You I know, know what you're I'm saying? saying. Like, this, this is my world, and you're just living in it. Like Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's two extremes, and then there's other people that, you know what I'm saying, do their sales and just cool with everybody and just, you know what I'm saying, trying to get their shoes, make a little bit of extra money on the side to get more shoes or personal grails and stuff like okay. that. And got to deal with both. Mm-hmm. So you got to see how things are because if I don't, then it goes back to what I said. I, w- I wouldn't understand where I stand because mm. I feel like people forget the basic fundamentals of stuff like that. If you don't know where you stand, you don't know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Are you really part of the culture that's, you know, say hyping shoes up, doing reviews mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, going to events and doing all these other stuff? Or yeah. are you just part of the culture in the sense of you want to see what the quality of the next Jordan looks like with mm-hmm. the leather and yeah, like the, the craftsmanship, the art of you know it. what I'm like. saying? And then the, the art of it is another thing, too, to where they see, like, different color blocking schemes or 
different materials and you know what I'm saying a whole different type of build of the Jordan itself you know mm. or Nike Dunk or you know I talk a lot about Nike brands but I'm a, I ain't gonna lie I'm biased I'm gonna let everybody know that right now they're probably sitting there like damn y'all talking about Kanye earlier you yeah. said nothing about the Yeezys man for me there's not too much history behind those Adidas itself or just Yeezy Adidas itself in a sense because mm. They're more of like the trendsetters, you know. So they kind of create their own history in a certain Nike? way. Adidas. Adidas. I mean, Nike. No, well, uh, sorry, I was Nike, of course, too. Right. Nike, okay. of course, too. Okay. I feel like they're the more front runners because I wonder why. I mean, I'm sure Jordan had a lot to do with that, but I mean, Nike was big. You know, Nike's been around. Nike and Adidas have been around forever. You know. Not really. Like I mean, the 80s, well, say, you know what I'm well, saying? That'd be like, I, I, I was going to say like the 60s, but it, it might be the 80s. More of the 60s, but like that's when there isn't like the clearance, you but know like, what I'm saying? Right, but like whenever it was like peaking, like you, like 80s, that's whenever mm-hmm. it was like boom. Our parents are like 20 at the right, time. Right, they're like, whoa, thing. this Nike shoe, like I can't imagine a Our world. Our parents are the one that really, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. set the tone for how things 80s, 90s, and then by the two, time the 2000s were here, it was like they're not going nowhere. Right. Like they're they're here to stay. It kind of goes back and forth. I know Jordan's kind of died a little bit in between 2012, 2015, you know what I'm saying? Like the new models or just the whole, like the hype around Jordan? Just, yeah, reselling and everything Mm -hmm. else, you know, like it kind of peaked real fast back then and kind of dipped down and plateaued for a bit where, you know what I'm saying, not many Jordans even resold or people would even wear them like that anymore. People were into like, you know, Griffies and NMDs and, you know, more everything became more Adidas-based at the yeah. time. But then now you look you at You think everything. Kanye had a lot to do with that? Of course, you know what I'm saying? You can't really downplay Kanye's influence at all. Mm. That's why even right now, everybody's still talking about his album. That yeah, we, that never... We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many listening parties will we have to hear? Who knows? All right, let me ask you a, a interviewer question. All right, you know, like I said beforehand, I mm-hmm. want this. I want it to be a, a podcast, but I want to ask you because I'm like legitimately curious. <laughs> give me, give me three shoes that you're like. These are three of my favorite shoes of all time, like color, all that kind of stuff. Like, Man, just, that's shifted so much over time. But I would have to go back to the fundamentals, of mm-hmm. course. I already said it so many times. The Air Jordan 1. Okay. Of course, the Chicago's, the ones I'm wearing today. Red and black. Can't Red and black it. with the white. The black cement 3s. They're another shoe that people saw cultures, you know what I'm saying, collude together when it mm. came into, like, music and when it came yeah. into, like, fashion. And I mean, I've, like even, I've even heard of, like, I even know what they look like. And, you exactly. know, I'm a casual casual guy. I'm wearing skateboarding shoes right now. Right. You, you feel me? Like... <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's another shoe that really design-wise kind of just made its presence. And Mm. then, of course, the Jordan 11, Mm. because I like to have that as an oddball, because I'll dress up, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can wear a nice collar shirt, you know what I'm saying? Dress pants, whatever, have a belt with your shirt tucked in, slap some Jordan 11s on, it just looked like you're wearing some... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, dress shoes, that's yeah. the word. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Why Why do you think that some sneakers can pass as dress shoes? Do you think it's, be- you think it's because of like the shape and the style, or you think it maybe is because of like it's a status thing? Does that make sense? It's more of the design. Mm. The status thing comes after if the, you present it that way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I see. Because like, you know, like some shoes... Like that's how they get that status though. Okay. From their design, right. their sleekness and you know what I'm right. saying the like craftsmanship. You know I, I know saying? what you're saying. Because like dress shoes, they got that patent leather shine mm-hmm. to them. So a little bit of a point. Yeah, so the Jordan eleven, you know what I'm saying, it brings that sleekness with the patent leather. So if you dress it up and wear them like some dress shoes, right. cover the top a little bit, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Someone <laughs> that probably wouldn't notice until they really look and be like yeah. Those are, some those are basketball <laughs> shoes. Michael Jordan played in those. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. see what you're saying, dude. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. I love. I love talking to people who are like passionate about things. Even like I love 
you know, because I'm passionate. I love sports. I can talk about sports all day. And, Same. You know, my Nintendo Switch and like, you know, and I love, I just love learning. I'm so intrigued about what people are intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Same. I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's a, it's a gift, I guess you could say. God, God just gave me. I just like to know. I like seeing like that sparkle in someone's eye whenever exactly. you, whenever like they're talking about something that they like, you know, that they can just chat your head that's talk why your head I, off. I enjoy that's why i wanted to come here yeah you know, that's a real big thing when it comes to networking you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and for us to do this right now hopefully yeah. we can spark somebody that's not for sure you know what i'm saying real into mm-hmm. talking to other people or you know being in front of a camera yeah i ain't too big of a in front of the camera type i feel like my voice sound like <laughs> no dude. 16 year old little kid on xbox whenever i hear it on the <laughs> microphone <laughs> no but, dude you're you know fine. what i'm saying coming here and having fun and being able to express myself with yeah. you is already an experience that i can use for other podcasts you yes. know what I'm saying, or other people that i meet mm-hmm. even in general even yeah. if it's in front of a mic or not like yeah i still gain that experience in a certain sense so that's why i'm glad i came here because i really do appreciate you man um because like you know people are um there's some people who are serious out here, and there's some people who aren't, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, I, when I talk about something, dude, I'm going to do it. You feel me? Like, I'm I'm really, I'm a very serious person. Like, you know, I, you know, I like to, obviously, I'm not, like, saying don't have fun and shit, but, like, I take this very seriously, and I know, mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. And you know what I'm saying? You knew what you wanted to do, like, whenever you were like, okay, boom, yeah. we're going to physically make a clothing brand, a brand. And, like, you did it, and you're still doing it. You haven't stopped, you know? It's it's always good to have, what do they call it, a support system, you know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, I've had friends who push me to really be like, hey, let's take this step forward, you know what I'm saying? Let's take it to the next level. And I also had other friends that are with me, too, like Torian. He was there with us, still believed that we could do something as well, but he put his work into making sure he was meeting other people and getting them interested in the shirts and the hats and stuff we had going on (laughs) excuse me but yeah like having that support system helps you know where you where you stand at it going back to that because now you know other people are helping you and you're helping other people so you know when it comes to what's in between the both of us that we share something mutual. For sure. Now you have that mutual respect again. Right. And now it's just like, hey. It comes full circle. Wh- what else can we, you know what I'm saying, work yeah. on to keep growing together, you know? Yes, dude. I'm just, I, I, I appreciate, man. That I feel like I've learned a lot, even just us having this hour Same. right here. Whether I did or not, I just feel like mm-hmm. I've touched on some things, even that I probably need to with myself yeah. in a sense. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Just even going back to where I started kind of mm-hmm. helps me realize how far i've came and yeah. hopefully it'll teach other people to go even further yeah and extend the hand if they mutually respect me like hey i've seen that podcast with yeah. you on slightly you know saying y'all yeah. touch some topics that i wouldn't even thought of myself now boom my life kind of you know saying steered for better because a lot of people are in dark places right now i mean i wouldn't really say i was in mm-hmm. one whenever i had covid but you know what i'm saying it was kind of weird to just really sit there and you can't really you know yeah yeah, you know you kind of just stuck you know what i'm saying because my life was moving so much i got bills to pay i got people to pay i got things that i want to do or things that i need Need to do do, things that i have to do now it's just like everybody in life itself is kind of just like stop chill out for like yeah 12 days you know what i'm saying when did you have covid like three weeks ago like a month ago now yeah wow it kicked your ass, huh? No, no. I was vaccinated, so I thought I had a sinus yeah. infection because I had one before. Right. And, you know, they just gave me antibiotics. Right. Three days. Yeah, boom. Knocked boom. it out. Yeah. So Dang. I went again. They're like, the symptoms are kind of close. I had like two out of like, you know, I just had the pressure in my yeah. forehead and some congestion. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted the congestion gone. Right. They did the test and they're like, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> go go lock yourself indoors. <laughs> right. Oh like, my god. Um sir, please leave the premises yeah, as fast please. as you can. Yeah. Don't talk to Don't anybody. Touch Don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Well shit, man. I'm glad you're feeling better now. My sister had it on Christmas and she was sick for about a week. 
Right. But, but she's she's like 20. So, I mean, good health, you right. know. Um, Saria, um, tell me kind of, I mean, we're getting on the back end of this thing, man. I appreciate you. Is there anything that you want to say? Any questions you have for me? Anything you want to, you know, you know, leave us with some final remarks? <laughs> I don't really know. I just want to let you know that, man, keep doing what you need to do because mm. it really is helping out a lot of people. You may not see it that way, and it may not seem like this is, you know what I'm saying, hitting the stride that it needs to, mm. you know. I, but yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get stuck in a rut, you know what I'm right. saying? Just keep working on your craft and staying passionate. Because mm-hmm. I try to tell everybody that, like, if you're sticking to your passions and you're staying consistent and you know you stand, you know what I'm saying, you got mutual respect from everybody around you. Like, I know I keep on bringing those things up. Yeah. But that's just one thing I want to let everybody just realize can, you know what I'm saying, at least put themselves in a position to know they're not alone you know yeah. what i'm saying everybody's struggling out here everybody's having fun out here yeah. one way or another shit yeah and like you were saying man there is some people in some dark places out here too man and uh going back to kind of what you said just real quick about entertainment it, it helps people in a lot of these places solving man. problems solving problems that's exactly uh saria appreciate you man uh this will be i'm gonna put this out tomorrow i don't got anything to do so i might yeah yeah, yeah. literally man what what else am i gonna do right sit around and eat all day (laughs) but uh episode episode, i'm definitely gonna eat i'm not gonna eat (laughs) i'm not gonna not eat (laughs) um episode 113 guys this will you know this will be everywhere youtube spotify all that shit i'll chop up some clips man send them your way man get you put it in your story or something uh thank you Again, thank you guys for watching. For sure.